Last time on Cursebreaker, a violent thunderstorm tore through lamplight. Out on the docks, in the rain and thunder, Maisie's curse was taking her over. Veronica came just in time and performed a spell that pushed the curse out of Maisie and into the form of a giant octopus construct. The party survived, and the construct was destroyed, but it wasn't over. A small glowing white octopus made of magical energy writhed on the docks, and I ate it! <laughs> and that's that was yeah. the, the long and short of the last episode. I love it. Um, <laughs> So, <laughs> the genie story ended there, yeah. and that was all he cared about. Right, like, right. Frankly, I don't care what happened next. <laughs> uh, so you guys, um, uh, Veronica helped you remove a curse uh, from Maisie, and then you destroyed whatever that curse summoned up, and um, Maisie is effectively free of, of whatever was plaguing her before. Hooray. Hooray. Um, you guys are, are uh, supposedly going to leave Lamplight today. Um, that, that is the mission. Uh, however, uh, early this morning, you were all interrupted <laughs> by a, uh, young woman named Bella Beaumont, um, who came to Holly and asked her to create a pair of Holly Hyacinth's original magic shoes. These are shoes that have some kind of activation that will create an entire illusory outfit for the wearer. Um, Holly is pretty famous for these things. And so uh, all of you are in the Tangled Jib, uh, kind of finishing up brunch uh, together. Um, Ross had just given uh, uh, Bert his father's whisper quill. Um, and um, Henry Henry is pushing you guys to go as quickly as possible. He understands that you've all got your own lives to attend to. Um, he wants to be out of there within a couple hours, Holly. So that's kind of the time you have mm-hmm. to put these shoes together. Um, let's, let's get right into that, actually. Uh, other people, um, if you wanted to grab things, like anything that come to, has come to mind over the last couple of weeks that you wanted to take with you on the journey, as in like minor shop stuff, like if you wanted to get like a tent or like a pickaxe or whatever, like now's the time for that. Um, but for Sna- now. Snack yeah. wants to see uh, Todd pull before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would I'm like buying a, rope. A, p- a pearl. Okay. Let's do uh, so. Snack. Why don't you? Why don't, let's play that out from the tavern, from the tangled jib, then. And go up to the bartender. Okay. Um, says a, <clears throat> hey, little guy. What's uh, what's going on? Hi. I'm. Gotta be straight up with you. We're completely out of bacon now. I see. That is okay. Uh, I reach into my uh, pouch and pull out ten gold pieces, and I set it on the counter. Whoa. All right. I need two cocos. Uh, both to go and. More cocos for later. Oh, right. This was the hero's <laughs> feast. The hero's feast for heroes. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Coco, I mean, it's not exactly plentiful. I mean, I mean, yeah, 10 gold. Sure, that's two cocos. I'll... He uh, looks around and kind of like looks out are the window. Are we all in the? Are we all in the thing? <laughs> yeah. Holly overhears this and she's like, a, you know, a tradesman, a barter. She like is like... Pops her head out and she said, 10 gold? 
Well, that's highway robbery. <laughs> he can spend his money however he likes. Snack? And she like gets up from the table. Yes, Holly. <sighs> Do not be fooled by this man. A hero's feast is worth much less than that in money, but it's worth much more in pride. So. <laughs> I, I look very odd inspired by that statement. <laughs> Um, uh, How many you... can I get then? Like three? No, 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 no. Okay. We will give you 10 copper for that amount of cocoa. <laughs> Listen, I don't even have cocoa here. I'd go have to buy some at the market. We will go to the market then. Forget you. We don't need this middleman. We don't need you. I don't need your 10 copper. <laughs> Great. Come on, snack. Thank you for the bacon. <laughs> and, then, and then I like uh, walk out with Holly then. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to the market, everybody. Shopping spree! <laughs> um, so yeah, you guys leave behind um, everybody else in, in the Tangled Jib to, to sort of finish up breakfast and sort of clean up. But the party um, is, is free to turn out to the market. Um, what's your first stop, Holly, in, in collecting um, your materials here? Are we back on Blackwater Row? You can be, yeah. I mean, you're okay. just leaving the Tangled Jib right now. Okay. Um, I am going to just be walking on the docks towards the shops, but I'm going to... Um, ask um tibio so um i know this might be a sensitive subject well miss holly do not worry anything that you want to talk about we can talk about okay um and now i the bones that you wear are they like a family member or something oh i'm so glad you asked all of the bones that i have are very ancient, very important. They were handed down generation to generation from my family and from all over the world. Okay, terrifying. But um, <laughs> it, are you allowed to uh, say, do you have any bone meal of ground up bones that you could possibly give to me as a spell component? Only a little bit, I think I need. Oh, of course. Oh, you're the best, Timio. I'm just so glad that we become friends. So yes, no, I would be happy to. I um, there are sometimes there are little bone spurs that come out of the bones in my uh, skeleton's arms and legs, and I can just shave them down for you. Wow, that is so gross. Okay, I'm walking away. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Well, if you can just get me a little bone meal here in the next I, uh, thirty minutes, I take out a little <laughs> um, file, like metal file. And I uh, just plop down on the ground right in the middle of Blackwater Row. And I take my trench cloak off and I sit on the ground and I cross my skeleton legs. And then I uh, take the file and I uh, shave a little bit off my arm here and over here. Just, yeah, just. The people around are just like. There are a lot of people (laughs) walking by and and sort of craning their neck and sort of just double taking, triple taking as they they walk away. I'm just humming. This is like a little mini spa day for me now. I'm just (laughs) Just like the foot pumice, like, yeah, get it real good. <laughs> I definitely thought you were going to say cheese grater, though. So. <laughs> uh, so you've got like a little pouch of bone meal now. Great. Thank you so much, Tibio. Oh, it's no problem, Holly. <gasps> oh, will you kiss like... <laughs> um, Holly is then going to say um, to snack. I don't know if you were here the whole time while that was happening. Yes, I did patiently. All right, um, so we need to find your hero's potion. What yes, was it called? Uh, cocoa is it is, is how it's called as well. Layman's terms, yes. cocoa. All right, um, let's see. I think if we go over to the food market, we could probably find some, some cocoa ingredients. Excellent. 
Yeah, there's uh, importers of all sorts that have uh, far-flung uh, items you can get there. And for sure, they've got uh, powdered cocoa for, uh, not for 10 copper, but it's probably, you know, closer to five silver for an ounce. Hersher's cocoa. Hersher's. Hersher's. <laughs> Hersher's. Hey, snack. What? Complimentary cocoa. If you ask for a little whiskey, it gives you a boost. Little whiskey? Yeah, just dab a little into the cocoa. Is it a type of whisker? Uh, no. Oh. We need it for travel, though. We need... Powder. Right, I'm saying like a little to go whiskey. Yeah, get some whiskey mm. as well. Is this just for you, Uli? Because no. we can get you some whiskey. That's fine. Oh no, I I can I have. You could get ale. the little barrel that dogs wear and just like wear it around your waist. Uh, are you calling me a dog? No, not at all. Okay, good. They like save people just like you. They save <laughs> merchant. I I yell at him or her, whoever's at the cocoa stand. Um, I don't think it's a cocoa stand. <laughs> it is a full cocoa stand, like yeah, specialty that. cocos across the board. I'm Herschel. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Herschel's cocoa. <laughs> he says, uh, um, "How can I help you?" I have twenty gold, and I want cocoa and whiskey. So twenty. That's a lot of gold. Um, <laughs> how much uh, cocoa do you need? As much as you have to give. All right. Um, well, that's gonna be kind of a tough, uh, sticky point here. Um, I got, I got like, I got like fifty pounds of cocoa on hand. So great snack. No, we do not need so much cocoa. Oh, um, as much cocoa as I can get for this twenty gold. No snack. Yes, it is my money. I am six years old. <laughs> Let me spend it as I wish. He says. He says. 20 gold? Uh, well, hey, yes. you get to ring the bell. You can ring this bell over here if you're spending 20 gold. Really? Yeah. Yes. Does it come with whiskey, too? He looks back up at the, the cocoa stand <laughs> sign and says, nope. Mm, I, we'll I find go. some somewhere else. Snack, you just said you were six years old, too. <laughs> yes. I ring the bell. Right. Uh, uh, you, ring, you ring the bell and, like, a couple people turn their head, and mostly it's just the shopkeeper going, Coco! <laughs> yes. Says, uh, hey, uh, for an enthusiast such as yourself, I've, uh, I've been working on something, and I kind of want to show it to you. It's, uh, I call it a, uh, a uh, I call it a, a fudgical. A fudge. Is that branded? Fudgical? I yeah. think it is. Okay. Fudgical? No. No. Fudgical, yes. Right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. We're now sponsored by Herschel's. Anyway, you're safe with fudgical. You like you like you like hot cocoa. Just call it fantasy fudge. This is it's fantasy fudge. It's not gross. Where are you going? Come back. I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> uh, I, I, you took a while to say it. I I turned back around and I slapped him gold on the counter. Is this for heroes as well? He looks around, sees yes. you guys nodding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for heroes, of course. And right. you must be a, a real big hero. I am quite the hero now. Well, now you get to try cold cocoa. You've had hot cocoa. This is cold cocoa. All right. I I believe with this, you have to eat it very fast. It's actually enchanted. It'll stay cold for 24 hours. Ah, there you go. You can put it in your pocket if you want. Great. P- pocket fudge. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've all got that image. <laughs> pocket <laughs> fantasy fudge. <laughs> no. Oh, and now it's in my head to the tune of Rocket Man. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to say... Pocket fudge. Let's see. Five silver to an ounce, so it's eight gold for a pound. So you got two and a half pounds. 
two and a half pounds. Of, yeah, of, of cocoa. Cold. Oh, of, of real pocket co- fudge. Okay. Oh, and then and then you've got uh, you've got a ten pack of of cold fudge that but only lasts for a day. Because <laughs> you put down another ten gold, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, I'm ready to see Todd Pole now. <laughs> Holly, are we done at this marketplace? Um, I still am looking. Look around, snack, and help me. I'm trying to find a blue stone, and it should be really dark blue. Um, it'll be round and looks like a rock. Um, and it's got a little bit of white going through it, streaming through it. See if you can find the stone. I'm looking as well. So, first one to find it is uh, the champion. Snack, you look up, and the first thing you see is the uh, Coco shopkeeper's eyes are uh, a brilliant, shiny blue. <gasps> Jesus. Describe that stone one more time, Holly. The most beautiful blue you've ever seen. In a stone. <laughs> <laughs> I am shifting around nervously. Um, yes, um, I will find this for you. Okay, it's a race, though. I'm going to find it first. <laughs> Good luck. Oh. And then Holly runs off trying to find the stone before snack. You you got more money there, pal? Or? What is your name, sir? Clarence. Clarence. Yes. Clarence, how much would it cost for me to just get a, get a quick touch of your eyeball? <laughs> snack. <laughs> what are you doing? No. Ah. Uh, you're embarrassing me. I'm bartering. Sir, Monsieur Clarence, I'm so sorry. My friend, he is a little confused. He looks shiny. Well, hold on, hold on. What are you paying? <laughs> I, have, I have gold. What do you Can mean I, by touch? I, I just must touch and, and, and feel, it, feel the texture and see how, how hard your eyeball is. Did, mm. you, did you always have those eyes? Snack. No, too I, far. Pass, pass, I, pass. Eyeballs are not stone. <laughs> no, fine. I, I, I scamper off and I'm picking up stones and looking at them and tossing them around. I'm going to follow closely behind Snack because I'm afraid he's going to stab someone. And so, uh, Holly, you don't have any luck finding a vendor that's selling like semi-precious stones and stuff like that. <sighs> we are out in the boonies. Uh, Snack, however, um, while you're searching around on the ground, uh, you don't find a blue stone, but you do find uh, the hem of Veronica's dress. Um, and uh, she's just kind of standing in front of you, and she says, um, looking for something? Yes, I'm on a time-sensitive mission, Veronica. Well, always something. What I, do you need, little one? I'm sorry about your tarot cards, by the way. Uh, um, I, I need a stone that's blue and white and looks like that man's eyeball, if you've ever met him, Clarence, <laughs> at the, the merchant. <laughs> hmm. um, I, no, I don't know. Clarence, but um, blue stone? It's, it's a blue stone. It looks like an eyeball, but um, it's no, it's a rock, though. Miss, Miss Veronica, I'm so sorry. He is looking for lapis lazuli. Oh, of course. I've got some lapis lazuli. I've got all sorts of stones and crystals in my hut. That is wonderful, Veronica. May we have one? Um, weird ask, but okay. Great. <laughs> and, uh, um, she, uh, she'll lead you back to her place to just grab a, a little chunk of lapis lazuli. Uh, so, Holly, um, you, you know that that's been secured. Um, so your last stop would be for the silver dart scales. Okay. Um, I'm going to go down to the waterfront. Um, I just walk up to his, where his boat is uh, docked. Yeah, yeah. Is he there? Yeah, he's having lunch, actually. Ding dong. Early lunch. <laughs> Hi, Todd. How's it going? 
Hey, Holly. Good to see you. Nice I, to see you. Yeah, I ran into Tandy this morning. She told me all about last night. Oh my gosh. Is your boat okay? Yeah, it uh, seems to be mostly intact. Can't say the same for everybody else's. Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear yours is all right. Um, I'm sure you guys will be rebuilding for quite a while. And the, the, the docks are okay. Some of the ships got pretty messed up. Mm -hmm. And man, this entire shipment of crabs got destroyed. Were they yours? No, they weren't mine, but uh, it's been an absolute free-for-all. People have been <laughs> fishing for crabs and lobsters out on the dock here all morning. Oh my goodness, someone's going to eat good tonight. <laughs> it seems like the whole town will. Um, so I actually came here because I was wondering, I'm looking to purchase some silver dart fish scales, and I wasn't sure if you sold any or if you knew someone I could buy them from. Oh, um, no. I actually don't have any, but I could fish one up. Oh. You want to you wanna see how it's done? Uh, heck yeah. <laughs> All right. How about a little, um, uh, magic tip for magic tip? Okay. So, here's the deal. I've done magic for quite a while, and, um, you know, I, I, I kind of know my stuff, but, uh, I can't do a lot of the stuff that you can do. So, for instance, I can do this. And he, uh, he puts a worm, uh, on a fish hook, and, um, he, he starts, like, gently squeezing the worm, and you can see the worm kind of like change colors until it changes like this like shiny kind of metallic color. And uh, he like casts it off into the water and uh, he just kind of makes small talk with you for a sec. But before long, he reels it in and he pulls up a silver fish on it, like a, like a bright gleaming silver fish. He says, this kind of stuff is easy for me. I can, I can cast out and drag up whatever fish you want out of the ocean. That's easy. But you see something as simple as like mage hand, I never got a hang of it. Where does your power come from? My dad, like I said. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Holly just makes a face and I'm like, I don't know about that kind of magic. <laughs> <laughs> so would you be able to, you know, teach me some of that real wizard stuff like Mage Hand? I definitely can try. <laughs> Holly's like not very confident. She's never taught anyone how to do magic before. He says that, that, that would be something else. Really, that'd be incredible. Um, let me just... Uh, I'll be finished here in a couple hours. You want to meet up later tonight? Oh, we're actually leaving town, Todd. I'm so sorry to say. We have to leave in a few hours to make it out before it gets too dark. Says, oh. And he uh, kind of uh, lets the fish like drop a little bit in his hand. He says, oh, well, that's, I mean, that's okay. And he uh, unhooks the fish. Uh, and he, uh, he says, what do you need? Just the scales here? Mm, do you know, um, I'm, and I'm just not making any assumptions here, Todd, but do you know how to read? Common? Yes. Here, take this. And Holly's going to open up her little, she has like a little um, ledger notebook that she like writes down sales and stuff in mm -hmm. at her shop. And she rips, that's her spell book. Oh, yeah. Um, and she rips out the page that says Mage Hand. It's mm -hmm. one of her cantrips. Mm -hmm. um, and she gives it to Todd. And she says, maybe try studying this for a while and see if you can get it down. Hey, all right. That's a place to start. Perfect. That's how I learned. And of course, head teachers. But is that, a, is that a U or an S? What is that? In Mage Hand? <laughs> he's, he's, he's pointing to the paper that you just gave him, and he's like, how do you, what is, I can't read your handwriting. You can't read it. <laughs> oh, no, I got it. It'll be okay. Well, oh, my goodness. This I looks... was just like, <laughs> I don't have time to rewrite it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, that's great. Anyway, well, here's your fish. Um, good luck with whatever this was for. Um, thanks. And Holly just like, 
takes the fish and yeah, she's just holding it um end to end in both hands and it's like wiggling <laughs> and she's just trying to like hold it <laughs> um he's like do you need that cleaned uh yeah that'd be great you could help me with this yeah sure <laughs> and she like it like flies out of her hands back to him <laughs> um yeah he uh he takes the fish and just kind of like lays it out on the dock and um he uh he just snaps his fingers and uh you see the fish kind of like jump one last time this this fish has been magically separated into uh scales um meaty flanks and skeleton which he throws back into the bay and uh he grabs this big handful of loose scales and he and he hands it back to you and he says uh this what you're looking for uh yeah that's exactly what i needed thank you so much all right well holly good luck out there you're a you're a heck of a person it was, I'm glad to meet you. Oh, thank you so much, Todd. And Holly like hops up on one foot to give him a big hug around uh, his burly shoulders and then <laughs> kisses him on the cheek and says, good luck with all your fish. Dude smells like fish. <laughs> <laughs> Holly doesn't care. She's used to hardworking, hardworking people. For sure. like who she's friends with. So. Yeah. And so as you guys are kind of uh, finishing up um, snack, uh, you come walking down the dock holding a stone of lapis lazuli in your, in your fingers. I also have uh, two cups full of cocoa. Okay. Like prepared cocoa? Yeah, yes, okay. I figured it out. I asked Veronica. Okay. Um, and I uh, walk over to Todd and Holly cautiously and um, addressing Todd. <clears throat> Todd. Uh, hey. Um, sneak? S- snack. Mm. <laughs> Your accent is off. Um, <laughs> Todd, I, I wanted to uh, say... Uh, I appreciate your story you told us long ago when you shot missiles into sails of those pirates that were going to attack and, you know, and encroach, encroach upon your fish, fishing grounds. Yeah, yeah, I did that. That was kind of my day. Yes, you said you were quite a hero. Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess he could say that. I was, yeah. It is your words, Todd. You said you are a hero. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I, I wanted to say I am now also a hero, and I understand the burden that it, it, it is that you must... Uh, watch your behavior, and you can only kill so much. Um, so I have brought you this cocoa, a hero's feast, he, so that we may enjoy this together. He takes the cocoa while kind of smiling and nodding, and he says, we do have to limit the killing. Yes. <laughs> he says, burden. Uh-huh. Is this for me? Yes, this one is for you. Holly, <laughs> I am sorry I did not know you would be here, but I have this uh, cold cocoa, which... I believe will suffice as far as heroes are concerned. And I snack gives you, what does it look like? It's like, it's like a popsicle, but it's just like frozen fudge. Yeah. That's magically cold. Here you go, Holly. Um, thanks. Holly's like sniffing. She's like, is this poop? (laughs) (laughs) And then she like realizes it's cold and smells it. And she's like, oh, nice. And then she bites into it. And it's like, "Mm, taste it. Can I ask a logistical question? Mm. You said it. It stays cold for twenty four hours. Yeah. Does it? Does it stay cold inside of you? No, I think what's once it's like, <laughs> like, kind of uh, broken up, okay. it loses that ability. Yeah. yeah. I just I can only imagine that would mm. feel like really awful. Yeah. Holly starts <laughs> eating it and enjoys it very much. <laughs> that was a very sweet moment. Yeah. That was cute. Yeah. How's your uh, lotus doing? Oh yeah, I do uh, take out the lotus. That is 80% of why I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you take out the lotus and, um, you know, kind of, 
you took it out knowing that you'd probably see a reaction. And so this is probably the first time that you've seen the whole thing happen. Um, but you see uh, two petals. Well, Holly, are you happy as a result of this? Oh, yeah. Okay. Love in this fudge sickle. My <laughs> mouth is just covered in chocolate. Um, so you see a, a two um, <laughs> green little beads sort of form and then unfurl. And a white petal uh, starts to brighten and, and fold out from the flower. Great. So I pull it out of my lamp and I uh, just have a very, like, ear-to-ear grin. And then I put it back into the lamp and <laughs> continue um, yeah, enjoying the company. Uh, Todd just takes another sip and he says, I can't tell you how unsettling this is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with the all the magical reagents uh, in line, uh, now is time to create the shoes. Or at least alter the shoes. Uh, Bella Beaumont gives you a pair of her shoes to modify it with this magic. Bella, Bella, what a lady. Not a fella, Bella, Bella. <laughs> um, Holly's just singing that she um, works on the shoes. <laughs> and uh, uh, Not a bard. <laughs> okay, everyone laughing. Thank you. <laughs> Bella's leaning kind of sideways, sitting in a chair, and she's watching you work, and she's just kind of like grinning. Um, watching you do this. Um, is everybody else there, or did you guys still want to find things out in the market? I just want a rope. I'm probably yeah, not there, one. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I think when when Snack went off to follow Holly to Todd Pole, I'd just let him go. I would okay. still be at the market or wherever. Okay. Um, so, Holly, what does it look like when you actually do the magic uh, to, to create your shoes? I probably have like a little, I need a table space where I can sit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then since I already have the shoes, um, it's more about grinding up the ingredients. And then I think for this one, since it's kind of last minute, I don't have time to like dye them. So I'm going to do more painting. Sure. Um, And this one's going to be like, I'm going to take her old shoes. I'm going to scrape off um, some leather designs because usually there's like mm-hmm. a coating on the shoe and so I'm going to scrape some of that off in like some cool designs of the crest of Lamplight Landing mm-hmm. um, and then some other neat designs that like signify um, strength and courage um, and intelligence and just to help her in her interview um, and then yeah put the Lamplight Landing um, logo on the side of the city but kind of in artistic senses, not just like mm-hmm. LL lamplight landing. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I'll um, fill it in with all the the paint I made from the the ingredients, and then um, yeah, I kind of hum and like through that. That's my verbal for casting the, oh, okay. the spell as yeah. I am doing it. So it's like yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's not it's not like a big flashy you know kind of like mm-hmm. clap and it's done sort of thing. It's like you got to sit down and do the work. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like I kind of talk to it sometimes too. Like I was singing that song and stuff, like just making up nonsensical words, mm-hmm. but it imbues the power of like what I'm trying to do into the product. Yeah. Cool. So, so uh, Bella doesn't even realize that you're done when you're finished with these, um, but you stand up um, with the shoes all completed now and ready to present to her. All right, Bella. I think they're ready. What do you think? Bing! And just like sparkles <laughs> around the cheeks. <laughs> She goes, when did you do it? When did you do the magic? Um, I, I didn't even see it happen. I must have blinked or looked away or something. You know, even I don't know exactly when it is, but it's kind of all the time when I'm making something. Hmm. Well, all right. Let me try them on. 
all right, here you go. Let me help you. And she's going to sh- help shoehorn him in and yeah, like yeah. kneel down and get her feet in there good with a little thing and lace them all up. Uh, you can tell that she's sort of like in like stunned silence when when Holly Hyacinth bends down to put this to put Bella's shoes on, and uh, her eyes are like almost glassy. And she goes, "How do they work?" Oh, give them a little click. And uh, she uh, raises her heels and uh, slaps them together. And uh, you see this uh, Sailor Moon esque transformation <laughs> from the toes up. Uh, she there's like a, a momentary um, kind of brighter light as this outfit sort of forms over her, and uh, it looks like she's just wearing uh, completely different clothes. But it's an elegant mixture of um, professional and thematic, um, where she's definitely wearing like she's dressing for the job that she wants, which is the ambassador of lamplight. And uh, she's got a lot of, like, clean, straight lines with some elegant uh, silver and gold embroidery uh, against the navy blue. She says, I feel ready. You are ready. And remember, the clothes don't make the people. The people make the people. And I give her a little (laughs) wink. (laughs) And uh, she smiles and she says, the clothes help. (laughs) They sure do. (laughs) And, uh... Yeah, she she gives you a big hug and she says, "I promise I won't I won't be another moment's burden, but you'll hear from me. You'll be the first person I write to as the ambassador." Mm-hmm. Ooh, will you do me one favor before you leave? All right, anything. All right, stand right there. Holly's like framing her up, and mm-hmm. then she's like, "Hold still." Okay, she holds up her crystal to record, mm-hmm. um, and she's like, "Now just give me a good twirl," and she records okay. the thing with her new recording crystal. And um, so. As soon as you kind of start that, the first thing you see is uh, she kind of like looks at the floor bashfully and then looks up at you and smiles. And she goes, so I just spin around? Yeah, you need to smize. Smile, but with your whole face. <laughs> she, she, like, she looks down at her own self um, a little bit self-consciously, you can tell. And, uh, and then she just gives it a smile and just a perfect carefree twirl. And you see little parts of the outfit kind of uh, float up a little bit. And she stops and a little tuft of hair falls in her face. And she goes, how's that? Beautiful. I think you're ready. And your recording kind of cuts out there. Perfect. What's this thing called, my recording crystal? Does it have a name? Uh, the historoscope, as long as that has nothing to do with right. surgery. <laughs> <laughs> That was darn cute. All right. Uh, this is the last call for, for Lamplight Landing. I just want a rope. Rope. All Can right. I want a pearl. have a rope? Yeah. Uh, rope, I believe, cost you about... I work on ships. Are you going to steal rope? I'm just going to take a rope from wherever I worked. All right. <laughs> yeah, you see like a coworker, former coworker of you, yours, just be like... Hey, Uli, you coming back to work? We could use some help out here. There's a lot to do. Uh, yeah, I mean, I ha- I'm taking vacation, but I'll be back. How did you get vacation time? I'm friends with Tandy. <laughs> well, that tracks. All right, well, have fun. We'll be here when you get back. Oh, I know. What's the rope for? Uh, uh, personal. It's personal. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Personal rope. So, (laughs) please write that down. Fifty foot, right? Um, we're gonna say it's a weird rope. So it's it's sixty three feet long. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> if I ever give you a 50-foot gap, you can be like, nah. <laughs> personal rope. 63-foot <laughs> personal rope. It's 60, 63 feet and 3 and 3 sixteenths. God, I have to sure. write that, don't I? 63 and what? 63 apostrophe, 3, double quote, and then 3 over 16. Hey, this is oh. like the Kingdom Hearts thing again. Yes, <laughs> <having this> <laughs> All right. Last call, Lamplight. Pearl. Pearl. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, so you go out to the, um, uh, I guess, kind of like the, the fish market-ish area, and you find this oyster shucker uh, who's got these, like, bins, and they're in the middle of cracking oysters, and they say, hey, hey, you looking for some some tasty slurps? Oh, <laughs> no. What an enticing way to put that, but <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, wondering if you've shucked anything shiny today. Ah, okay. And uh, he picks one up and you hear him go, uh, Hey, Earl, we got somebody here for your, uh, your pretties. And uh, you see um, a, a half-orc man uh, peer out from behind and he says, Oh, someone's here for the pretties, eh? That's right, I'm here for the pretties. Mm, show us the coin, darling. <laughs> I've got... Well, I've got 100 gold here. Hmm. Yes, I think I've got something in that neighborhood. It's not going to be the most elegant thing you've ever seen, but we can accommodate you. As long as it gets the job done. Um, that's the pretty for me. He he. Uh, is there is there a money requirement on the pearl? It's 100 juice. Okay, good. Um, so yeah, he, he shows you a, a, you know, a, a slightly imperfect sort of pinkish hued, uh, pearl and he says, uh, this one's rather fresh and I think it suits you. It's a little, mm, Really? Is this one me? It's a little minute. Hmm. Is that a short joke? <laughs> no, it's, um, you have all of the, I'm just kidding. You have all of the good parts and nothing you don't need. Ooh, I like that. Well, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. We do pride ourselves in the quality of our pearls here, so while you might expect this to run about 100 gold, have you any more than that? I think about 125 for this specimen. I've got 10 extra gold. Hmm. You know what? I do find you quite charming. Let's call it 105. Eddie, you got a deal. I don't think that's how haggling works. <laughs> Did I do it backwards? <laughs> yeah. You went down more without him needing, asking you to. What did I? You I said, said 100, 110. Oh, and then I went under. I was supposed to go 115. It's fine. <laughs> it's I no, he's it. just a bad dealer. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just sucks. He says, gotcha, sucker. And, uh, <laughs> and he, he uh, clinks his coins together as he walks away. Uh, he also gave you the pillow. That's part of buying here is that you get to keep the velvety pillow Ooh. that it came on. Yeah. So it's literally just one dimpled pillow with a pearl sitting in the middle of it. <laughs> can't can't let it tilt. <laughs> the pearls slide right off there. It's a useless throw pillow. Yeah. It's so small. Snack sized. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, everybody meets at the gates of Lamplight. Sure. I, I'm the only one that didn't do anything, but I don't have anything to do. I mean, you got the bone meal. I just you helped gave with the, the bone, bone meal. meal. Yeah. All right. I don't need any. You, you made sure a snack didn't start a riot by tearing out someone's eyeballs. I suppose. Also true. Eyeballs. Do you Could want work? some rope? No. I'm okay. okay. <laughs> um, so we're um, 
you guys meet uh, Henry and Maisie uh, at the gates. Um, they are super excited and ready to get back to Tildry. Maisie is already rambling about all the things that she's going to show you when you guys get there. Uh, those of you that haven't been there at all or recently. Um, you guys don't have a wagon. You're doing this on foot. Uh, it's just a little easier to travel that way. Um, I would like to give Maisie a piggyback ride. Definitely. I give everyone a cold fudge. And that's, I think, a good move. Um, so the the travel <laughs> section of this. Um, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six. Sure, track your fudges. <laughs> yeah, that's six fudges plus the one you spent earlier. I'm going to say I gave one to Veronica, too. Okay. And then I ate two. Oh, wait. I ate three. So that's everything. Veronica's not coming with us. Right. No, I, right. When I visited her. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So three. I think that checks out. I okay. eat the rest. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Half my body weight. In yes. Flesh. Okay. So yeah, you've eaten like like sugar rush. Three hundred and fifty grams of sugar. Yeah. I feel like this this constitutes a temperation. Yeah. Snack. Actually, so I yeah one. I think I never, snack deserves it for the 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 cocoa for the, for the tadpole thing. I so. agree. Yeah. Just yeah. Don't forget that. Good character development. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I uh, go up to Tibio after eating all of this fudge, and I'm not walking straight very well, you know, as we're, I, yeah, I imagine we're on foot, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm, Tibio. Yes, Nick, are I, you okay? I've consumed too much uh, fudge. I was wondering if you'd carry me the rest of the way. Oh, Snack, of course. Excellent. Thank you, Tibio. And then I take the lamp out of my satchel, I set it on the ground, and I hop into it. <laughs> I uh, okay. I st- I st- look at the lamp on the ground and uh, I stare at it for a moment, and then I pick it up and hook it on my <laughs> yeah. belt. It's it's no heavier for having snack in there. <laughs> Holly hey. uh, holds out her chameleon, and she's like, "It's a lizard thing." <laughs> she just puts her chameleon back in her pocket. <laughs> okay. Hey, Tibbs, do you think Snack can hear us from in there? Uh, I don't know. And I hold the lamp up to my face and I go, Hello, Snack. Can you hear me? Yes, Tibio, I can hear you. I'm quite sleepy and a little nauseous. Can you walk more steadily? Uh, yes, Snack, I will do my best. I'm sorry. I hope you feel better. Yes, thank you, Tibio. Uh, yes. Have a good nap, Mr. Snack. (laughs) Thank you, Tibio. This first part of your journey um, is the low road, the low road to Tildry. So this is headed west. Um, the low road is on uh, the shady side of the hill, uh, which means it's it's drenched in all the water from the night before. Um, so there are deep, muddy wagon ruts on this road. And so you're all kind of just trudging through like thick mud and water and um as the day is going on, uh, it's getting a lot warmer, like a lot warmer, until it's actually hot. And so you guys are just trudging through hot, swampy, muddy wetness. And it's caused a lot of angry mosquitoes to come out, which has attracted a lot of toads. And so it's kind of like all of these plagues are suddenly descending on you <laughs> as you guys are walking through the low road. Why didn't we take a wagon again? <sighs> it's a little... Uh... Swampy out here, isn't it? And then she goes, ah! Slaps the mosquito <laughs> off her face. If I get annoyed enough, I'm going to start just like firebolting away from my Luckily, face. the mosquitoes don't come down this low. 
<laughs> yeah, they they seem to find all that they need up on Uli. Who's... Uli, the well, firebolting is making it hotter. If they're all swarming Maisie, because she's on my shoulders. Oh yeah, I'm they gonna I'm gonna take her down. Yeah, yeah, you take her down, and she's just covered in bug bites, and her eye, like her eyes are just <laughs> oh, like, sorry, kid. <laughs> Maybe someone shorter can carry you for a while. She's like, I can walk, and then you hear her just like. <laughs> I uh, I cast Mage Hand and I use it to swat the bugs away from her <laughs> as she's walking. Yeah, it's a, it's a full time task. Uh, just just smacking bugs. This is like big cartoon hand that's just like. Wah, yeah. Wah. Have any regrets, Holly? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> having a lot of regrets right now. Um, Holly is going to um, go in her pack and she um, pulls out a hat and when she puts it on, a little net. Drops down <laughs> around her face. Um, Henry kind of looks up at you and smirks. And he says, uh, good idea. And uh, he uh, takes out a wand that you guys have seen before. And he points at himself. And he says, Badoop. And uh, a uh, shiny, iridescent bubble kind of forms all around him. And he's just kind of cautiously walking with it. And he's like, you can hear him like, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> that bubble get any bigger? Uh, he says, I don't think so. He says, I have to be very... Very steady. And he's just like slowly creeping forward and then it pops and he goes, no, no. Uh, I have my umbrella wand. I'm just going to like put it in front of me. Yeah, you can at least use it to like Block push them. them from yeah. hitting me in the face. Um, Henri, my chameleon, mm-hmm. is going to um, work his way out of my pocket. The warmer it gets, the happier he is to mm-hmm. like be out on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And um, he's just going to be like eating bugs all around and then eventually crawls up on my head and just sits up there and you know just slurping all the bugs up it's like feast time for Henri Henri is the only one having a good time right now he's living the high life we had brunch earlier and now it's his turn Um, so this this misery eventually uh, gives way to something a whole lot more pleasant Um, you guys are entering kind of the next leg of the journey as you ascend up a hill a little bit and now you're in these uh, stony woodlands. Um, you see this massive rocky outcropping, like, like kind of like Pride Rock. It's this giant stone that spans this, this small little valley. And uh, underneath that stone, uh, you see three elderly folks that are wearing sort of ragged clothing. And they're all um, they're centered around like a bonfire that has a stew over it. And uh, as soon as they see you, uh, one of them just kind of waves a big hand, this dwarven woman. And she says, hey, hey there. Are they speaking Dorvish? No. Um, At this moment, uh, Snack uh, appears out, out of the lamp and next to Tibio. Oh, my God. Hello, <laughs> Snack. I hear another voice. Oh, Is everything okay? I, we are fine. Do you, can I give you the lamp? Yes. Okay. okay. Hmm. Are you feeling better? Uh, yes, much better. Okay. I do need to get better cushions next time we are out and about in those marketplaces. <laughs> okay. Would Is this pillow a- work, Mr. Snack? <laughs> he gives you, uh, he shows you a, a tiny royal looking velvety pillow. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Bert. And I, I toss it into the lamp. <laughs> no problem, little man. <laughs> <laughs> that takes care of that. I like that there's someone I can call little man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those crucial six inches or whatever. Yeah. Um. um. <laughs> only you. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, that uh, dwarven woman says, uh, um, "Don't be shy. Come on." 
Can I insight check them? Yeah, yeah. Dirty 20. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, whatever they're cooking smells pretty good. And um, yeah, two of two of them don't even seem like concerned with your presence. So they're not like trying to pull anything on you. Okay, I just stomp over there. <laughs> what do you think, folks? Time for a break? We oui. Let's take a moment and gather strength. Yes, please. And Holly's like scratching bug bites on her arms. <laughs> Macy just copies Holly and says, yes, please. I'm hungry. <laughs> Um, she says, uh, this is the dwarven woman. She says, hello, all of you. My name's Wanda. It's good to meet you. Hello, Wanda. Mm. Uh, we're just, uh, settling down for some stew. Oh, that sounds nice. Do you, are you, um, traveling to, which way are you going? <laughs> uh, slowly, slowly south. South towards Lamplight? Uh, actually, no. Uh, south towards the coast. Uh, Daterman here has got a quest. Oh, quest. A quest? How exciting. What is your quest? And uh, she points to the oldest elf you've ever seen. <laughs> and he's just this, like, completely, like, withered, like, frail. Like, it's he's gotten to the point where his fingers have taken on a slightly alien look. And you can see that <laughs> his knuckles are these big, like, round nodules. And uh, he looks up at you and he says... I've come to spread my seed. Uh. Wow, I've heard about this. Every elf at the end of their life he says, goes yes. on this journey. Yes. He says uh, he holds up two handfuls with these uh, sort of uh, goldish-looking acorns, and he says, my seed, this is from my circle. Oh, right, right. <laughs> uh, I am the last of my circle, and I must spread these to the far corners. Those these are beautiful, sir. I am sure the trees will be wonderful. I hope so. How many corners you uh, hit up so far? Just one. <laughs> Three to go. <laughs> <laughs> sure you're gonna assuming make it. this is a square situation we're talking about. <laughs> Snack is uh, circling the encampment with the dowsing rod out. Um, oh. Kind of oh yeah, lurking around. Um, yeah, it, it points a little bit to those acorns, um, but nothing much else. Okay, I put away the dozen red. Okay. Uh, uh, will you share your soup? Uh, the dwarf uh, Wanda says, uh, "Of course, that's uh, that's exactly why I called you over here. You, you look famished, and you've got a little one." I'm pulling out the cask of ale from my brother. Oh yeah. Um. I'll say, uh, I can share this if you'd like. It's a family specialty. Are you quite sure? That looks pretty impressive. And we're just a few humble old folks. Should I not share it? You sure you want to waste it on us, dear? It is no waste. A shared meal without a shared beverage is nothing. The uh, third person there who hasn't said anything yet kind of smiles and says, um, that's Awfully kind of you. This uh, person who just spoke is the one that's actually tending to the stew. Um, says, that would make for quite a meal. I, I would certainly appreciate it. Is this a human? Uh, it is a human man. Human man. Uh, this is going to be really good ale, right? And I'm just stupid for giving it up. What's your name, yeah, I mean, sir? Um, there's always other ale. My name is Augustus. 
Uh, I'm traveling with my friends here. Mm. Having a grand old time. Beautiful day. Yeah, not so beautiful the way we came. There's a lot of <laughs> bugs down on the low the low path. Mm, we'll steer clear. And uh, Dieterman says, oh, we'll just go tomorrow. <laughs> or the next day. <laughs> I say I say go as soon as you possibly can. <laughs> I don't think you have much time left. <laughs> Uli, Uli, we probably shouldn't say things like that. Yeah, he's old. <laughs> wow. Uli, this one of them seems to be afflicted by some curse. Which, I, which one? I, I actually point at the really old elf. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, he sees you pointing and he just gives you a big smile. I, I reach out and I put push Snack's it's hand a, down. He's like, got a curse. Snack, it is a good yes. to point. Do not point at people. What is wrong with him? Uh, Here, uh, Augustus kind of goes, <laughs> curse, eh? Yes. Who says anything about a curse? Snack, they're, they're not cursed. We vanquish curses. Is that so? Yes, we are heroes. Well, I wouldn't go that far. We did save this little girl, though. And a whole town. He, uh, he looks at the little girl and he says, is this true? She says, yeah, kind of. <laughs> hmm. Says, um, well, I'm willing to show if you are. Show All me. right. Here, here's my curse. <laughs> and I pull out the, the scepter. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you just start rummaging in your lamp and pull out the scepter. And uh, you see him kind of reach up towards his robes and he backs away from the stew a little bit. And he pulls off like the whole like right side of his of his clothes, and you can see all down his right arm uh, are the same tattoos that Veronica had. Uh, they're these giant overlapping circles that run from his back shoulder all the way down to his forearm, uh, to his middle finger. Augustus, are you are you a curse breaker? Hmm. Was curse breaker. We met someone who has those same tattoos. Consider yourself um, lucky, I suppose. There's not too many of us out and about. Do you know Veronica Venus? Mm, yes, I've heard that name before. I don't think I've had the pleasure. She's, she's wonderful. And if you are anything like her, we are lucky to be near you. Mm, I promise you I'm nothing like her. Why do you say that? Well, I'm a curse breaker no longer. Why not? Wanda says, um, I'll take care of the, the stew if you want to tell them about it, Augustus. And uh, he takes a seat next to Dieterman and he says, well, being a curse breaker has a lot of risks. You see, the curses tend to fight back. And for me, it fought back harder than I was able to take care of. How much do you know about curse breaking? much nothing but we've seen some gnarly curses so far lots of turning into uh octopuses and um like haunting a whole town and turning them to zombies and um this little girl got taken over by a curse and almost turned into a monster those are the main ones. Just yes, a her- few in the past two days that we've encountered. This one, Maisie, her mom died from the curse. Snack, oh, snack. She turned- snack. Uh, what? No. 
She did, though. No, no, oh. we don't just... just mm. Hey, uh, I think I heard a small animal in the woods. Would you be willing to go kill it? Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> All right, I scamper <laughs> off. <laughs> um, Augustus says, um, the process for destroying curses is, um, well, we don't forget it. It's written right on us. Um, there are three steps. Um, it is to to feed the curse, to find its source, and destroy it, and then to destroy the curse. You see, curses are attracted by life, by us. Um, when you offer it some of that life, they come running, and it's much easier to get them out in the open and destroy them. After that, you, you find the source of the curse, and you force the curse back into its source. It's usually an item, um, you know, a cursed sword or a necklace or something of the sort. Once you know what that is, you can overwhelm it. You can destroy the source, and the curse will have nowhere to go. It'll be left without a home, and that's when it's weak. That's when you can destroy it. Is there a spell you have to cast to destroy it? He uh, starts pointing to the tattoos on him, and he says, Here... This is the first one. This spell is a suicide spell. Uh, it it kills you. It slowly starts to drain your essence, but that's what attracts them. When you open yourself up, that's when they come to feed. But there are some inherent risks with that spell, you see. It causes you to age. I think I might surprise a few of you when I say I'm I'm a 42-year-old man, though I may look... Um, you don't look a day over 60. Nearly 90, I would say. Man, Snack was right. They are cursed. Uh, that's, pre- that's pretty fucked up. I'm so sorry. You How- make it sound as though the curse is a living thing. Is that accurate? That I, I can't answer. To the best of my experience, they're not living things. They don't reason. They don't. They don't seem to want anything other than one one simple thing. It's always it's different, but it's always one thing. Whether it's they want to cause fear, or they want to cause panic, or desire, or or envy. Is this something that? This compulsion of the curse, is it directed by the person who cast it? I don't think so. I think these curses come from somewhere else. I like to think of it as, as two sides of the same world. They are magic and we are life. We crave magic and, and they crave life. We want to use magic to exert our will and, and they want to feed off of our fear and panic. Well, thank you for, for sharing more. Why why would you say you're a different curse breaker than Veronica Venus? What makes you you so different from others? Um, it was part of my aging. Um, in that mm-hmm. same catastrophe, I lost my ability to use magic at all. Oh, I'm so sorry. But I've become one hell of a cook. Mm. And uh, he walks back to the stew and he says, which is just about ready. Food is just another type of magic. He uh, kind of like looks up and he takes a, a little sip of it and he says, more pepper. I seem to think so. 
Uh, and so you guys are able to just partake in the stew and have a little break. Nom, nom, nom. Nom, nom, nom. And the ale? Um, how much of the ale do you want to use here? Well, I don't... I was just thinking about sharing. Yeah, and it, it's bit. a fairly like big keg. Okay. Yeah, so we'll say that you probably only expend like a third of it at this stop. Nobody's getting like wrecked. Um, Is it good ale? It's really good. Yeah, it's like it's very like citrusy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is my family's ale. That's what that's what my brother does. That's really cool, Lee. Yeah. Didn't you say you had a lot of siblings? Yeah, I mean, I have. Oh, I have a pretty big family. I just haven't seen any of them in a very long time. Do they all make ale this good? Because we should visit. No, that's <laughs> that's just Benth. Mm. That's that's what he decided to do with his life. How long uh, were you in Lamplight, Uli? When was the last time you left town? Uh, probably eight years ago. Wow. I'm sorry you've been there. So long. It's fine. <laughs> no wonder Tandy wanted you out. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. Thank, <laughs> kidding. thank you. No, I, I left for my own reasons. Left your family, you mean? He, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. It's fine. I'm I'm fine on my own. Um, You're not on your own anymore. You have us. Yep. That's right. I got all of you guys now. Totally uh. by choice. Tibio is just beaming at you. <laughs> Dieterman, the old elf, looks at you and says, uh, Uli, you're a traveler, an adventurer. Y- yeah. You I- struck out on your own. I-, I did. Tell me, will you live a long time? I would hope to live a long time. She's pretty reckless. Holly whispers. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> Dieterman turns to you more quickly than you'd think, and he says, Reckless isn't always bad. Not always. Uli. Yeah? Are you driven? T- uh, to, to do what? Anything? To succeed in the things that matter to you. I don't know what matters to me. If I told you that I might not be able to deliver these seeds myself, that I might perish, but that I fully trust you to bring this for me to Vindorn someday. I mean, I I don't doubt my ability to do that, but I don't know why you would pick me to do that for you. We just met. You seem capable. Um, Holly capable. like laughs at that into her beer, like and just like spits it out. <laughs> I'm very capable, thank you. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm capable of a lot of things. You are. Uli, I've seen many trees grow from sprouts. How many of those trees, I wonder, wouldn't have grown if we didn't help them a bit, if we didn't give them guidance, a strong lattice to grab onto as they grew is this a metaphor i think it's a metaphor okay (laughs) Uh, or it's just the ramblings of an old elf who's trying to grow seeds uli be the lattice for these seeds no she's the sprout (laughs) or is she the tree 
I don't know. I love this metaphor. Or is she the old man? <laughs> I'm probably definitely the I old man. I was simply telling a story about how I used to grow plants. Take the seed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have I have seeds now to bring to is it, just, is it just one acorn, yeah, basically? Yeah, gives, gives Uli one acorn that he uh, expressly asked you to drop in uh, in the canyon of Vindorn. Where is that? North. Vindorn? Are we going to buy, go buy that it? Wait, that's where the vampires are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vampires in Vindorn. You can't name anything else with a V name, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> Veronica Venus Vindorn. Um, you guys have your delicious uh, stew and ale. Um, and before you... Yeah, more of those, more of those oh. oysters. Okay, no, wait, wow. everyone do their Slurpee soup sounds ready. That's, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> Before you all pack up and leave this little group with the stew, um, um, Wanda gives you a, a, just a quick warning, Uli. She says, um, when you do... Make it to Vindorn. Um, it's not a, not a great place. Yeah, there's like vampires and shit, right? Oh, don't even mind the vampires. There's worse things. Yeah, the governance. Oh, uh, yeah, we don't like that. <laughs> I mean, they're vampires. I, uh, I oh, left. They're, they're vampires, oh. am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they talk about the vampires of Indorn, they don't mean really vampires. <laughs> they mean those blood-sucking bureaucrats. Um, they were helping people. Notice the giant air quotes I'm giving you. They were trying to help people. And by helping people, they meant everybody got a job at the castle. And if you didn't want a job at the castle, guess what? They would ruin your livelihood. They would shut you out. They would ruin your business. They'd give everybody else money and food and protection, but not those who didn't work at the castle. And that's just what it's become now. Work at the castle or die. So I left. Thank you for the warning. I am pretty used to having a bad reputation. Well, you'll probably not uh, even notice all the persecution up there then. Probably not. But I'll keep it in mind. Thanks. We're good at getting hired for odd jobs we're not necessarily suited for, though. Yeah. <laughs> at this moment, Snack comes back, and he's uh, cleaning his dagger off in his cloak um, nonchalantly, and then comes and sits at the, around the campfire. What'd you catch? Catch? Did, you didn't? Oh, I, I just killed some animals, like oh, you okay. said. <laughs> just Whatever you didn't eating. bring them back. Okay. Have some soup. All right. I grab a soup and I uh, take out a little cocoa and sprinkle it in, and then I. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like there's gonna be like I think a, that might be good. There's gonna be like an, an investigative team following your party at all times, <laughs> like a la Monty Python and the Holy Grail, yeah. like trying to figure He's out what massacred happened. these animals. Yeah, <laughs> never Just seen anything like that. We keep dead. finding trails of cocoa everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so the the next scene that you guys uh, move on to is. Um, pretty close to the end of the day. This is kind of the last um, real sunlight you get. Uh, so it's, it's really hot. You guys are dead tired from traveling all day. Uh, and then you turn the corner and see a small sandy beach and a sparkling pool of water. Um, there's this waterfall pouring over a 10-foot cliff and nobody else in sight. Um, uh, there's like a bunch of like large like lily pads in the pond and a bunch of like sticks and fallen debris. But for the most part, it's like a beautiful like like paradise clearing 
Um, and Henry says, I think this is a great place for a break. What do you say? Looks good, man. Can I roll an investigation check to see if other campers or travelers have um, like spent the night here? Do we see traces of that around? For sure. That's what I'm kind of looking for. Just checking the place out. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Four. Um, <laughs> you see a burnt stick and you're like, that's something. <laughs> Fire was here. <laughs> um, I So there's a waterfall and like a little pool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the pool's like plenty big for all of you to like swim in or whatever. Yeah. Um, I am very excited, and I take Macy's hand and I say, "Let's go swimming." Um, she just emphatically nods, and and uh, yeah, she just jumps straight into the water, like like clothes on everything. Yeah, she's soaked. I strip, and I do a cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <clears throat> cusp loose. Give me a d twenty. <laughs> That's a five. Too shallow. <laughs> yeah. Ow. Yeah, you guys all see like Uli's head doesn't quite disappear and she just goes like <laughs> <laughs> My tailbone hurts. Ouch. What, um, what I've, happened to Uli? I wasn't looking. <laughs> I've uh, commanded my skeleton to kind of turn into a little raft. <laughs> okay. And I've uh, after swimming around for a little bit, I jump on the raft and I lay, raft and I lay down and I sunbathe a little bit. Okay. Something um, bad is going to happen and I'm naked. Bert's going to take his shoes off and dip his toes in the water. Okay. Um, yeah, you guys, there's there's also like a ton of like flat stones uh, along the shore for like skipping if you weren't going to swim. Um, you also see occasionally on kind of the far end, there's this family of uh, river otters that keeps kind of like ducking in and out and just like checking on the action. Fuck otters, they're rude. <laughs> <laughs> they think you're rude. You're being so loud out there. Rats of the river. Oh, hey, Mr. Snack, you ever you ever see this skipping stones? It's kind of like the human version of Hawkrax. Skipping stones. No, I have not. I bet you'd be pretty good at it. Let's give it a go. All right. I uh, don't use my magic stone yet. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. But, <laughs> uh, can we roll something to see who gets the most yeah, skips? Make a, a ranged attack. Um, if you've done this before, you have proficiency. Fifteen. Uh, four. Okay. Yeah. I just throw a rock directly into the water. (laughs) And that's how it goes. (laughs) And and Snack, I guess, um, somehow intuits how it's supposed to be done. (laughs) I'm just so close to the ground that, like, I just throw it, but it doesn't have enough lift so it actually works. That's it, yeah. This is amazing, Bert. Ha! Wow! And I I run run around in circles. Wow. It's like a happy puppy. Yeah, yeah. good job, bub. <laughs> Here, try, try to. You do one more. I want to try to shoot it. Oh, cool. Okay. Now get my fingers at the ready. Pull. And pull. That's a five. <laughs> so, so it splashes and then I shoot an Eldritch Blast into the water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe hey, watch this it. isn't for me after all. <laughs> I love this game. There's just like an explosion of water and you all like, like everybody in the in the, in the area just kind of like turns uh. in to look at the Eldritch Bolt and all the water kind of falling down overhead. Um, and it's at this moment that you all notice that uh, Maisie is missing. 
Wait, I was going to say that I was going to record with my historoscope while all this was going on. Okay. Like, I'm on the side of the water, just like, oh, this is a cute moment, just recording. So I'm, yeah, um, I was recording them, like, skipping stone and, like, just doing a, like, panorama of the clearing and stuff to, yeah. like, be like, oh, look at these happy camping memories yeah. or whatever. <laughs> and so as the water from the Eldritch Blast kind of settles, um, you all, like, are kind of, like, laughing, like, everybody's fine, everything's okay. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's, where's Maisie? I look around and I'm like, Maisie, Maisie, where are you? Where did you go? Wait, I have it recorded here. I was just doing it. Um, I'm not really sure how this thing works though, and I try to like fiddle with the sides of it and like see how I can get it. Yeah. Um, and Are you press the red button. Um, and so, I kind of, I don't know. Do you want me to just like? I mean, so yeah, you're like you're like trying like trying to press all the you know quote unquote buttons on this like regular ass crystal and um so you're just kind of like looking at the faces turning it upside down and right side up and and eventually like you're all just watching uh veronica in a in a violent thunderstorm lightning storm flashing and she's got her arm like pointed out and she's like mouthing and you can just barely like hear the crystal vibrating and you can kind of hear this voice recording of veronica and then you can barely hear her say step one all right fuck this i'm alter selfing into aquatic Form. Okay, and I'm gonna go dive oh. and look for her. And uh, you check, you check the next face, and it's just Bella twirling around in the dress. Ah, dang it! And I'm trying to fumble, and I'm like, "This is not working. Where did she go?" And uh, your aquatic form. So you, can you see underwater? I mean, I'm basically a fish person. Okay, yeah. So yeah, you go merfolk, and you are now uh, in the pool. Okay, I'm looking for her. Um, so you don't see her like underwater anywhere, uh, as far as you can see. And so uh, on your device, you finally get to the right face and you see um, uh, your little video that starts on Tibio, just like staring up at the sun, like floating backwards with his eyes closed on his little bone raft. And as you're panning, you just barely see Maisie's foot disappear behind the waterfall. <gasps> the waterfall. I think she went, um, I just, my recording goes back there. You guys, the waterfall. I uh, start uh, flippering my hands and feet on my bone raft toward the waterfall, and yeah. then I reform it into an actual skeleton again. I am, um, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. So Uli, you kind of peer beyond uh, the waterfall, and it's, um, it's not like a huge expanse back there. It's just a, a hole, um, you know, roughly the size of a keg of ale or something. Um, and you can see something moving uh, in that hole that goes maybe eight, ten feet back. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. She's uh, she's like squirming a little bit, and you can see she's trying to work her way a little deeper, and she's just going, eh, I almost got it. Ah. Uh, I'm going to snag her feet if I can. Uh, she goes, no, Uli, no. I, I mean, I'm going to take her. Okay. Uh, so you uh, drag her out of the hole by her ankle and just kind of like throw her back into the water, and she splooshes. And uh, she accidentally throws something that she had grabbed from inside this little cave. And she throws it out into the pool a little bit. And you can all see floating in the middle of the pool is a small wooden box. I will go swim to the box. Okay. It's it's kind of like right between you and Tibio um, as as you swim up. It is a waterlogged box. Small locked wooden box. I go up to Uli with the box and uh, I... Should we bring it to shore, or should I open it now? 
Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I the take the box. <laughs> I take the box and I walk to the shore. <laughs> I'm going to drop altars. <laughs> What's in the box? It's like a, an old wooden box. The lock looks pretty rusted, so it's not going to be difficult to get it open. I use my little bone fingers okay. to pop the lock and yeah. open it. Yeah, you can more or less like pry this open. And uh, uh, Maisie is like super interested to see. And she goes, I found it. Maisie, stand back. It could be dangerous. Um, and you open it up and you see uh, an untarnished ring uh, that has a bunch of spirals etched into it. Uh, and you see, uh, pretty surprising, two rather sizable emeralds. Matchy, matchy. <laughs> I would. I don't touch them yet. I would like to ritually cast detect magic. Um, the uh, emeralds are not magic. The ring is magic. Um, I think I could tell you a little more about that ring. Tell away. Yes, please do. I will cast the identify spell using the pearl I just got. Okay. Um, you and an I- owl feather. Well, which I totally have. Yeah. <laughs> Been saving this owl feather for ten days. No, you found it stuck in um, snacks, yeah. like cloak. <laughs> yeah. His hunting animals. Um, so yeah, you uh, you identify this. Um, you get the scoop on this little ring. Uh, this um, is a pretty useful little guy. Uh, it is simply a ring of counterspell. Oh damn. Uh, it has two charges of counterspell per day. Wow. Nice. This thing is very useful. Useful for any spellcaster. Maisie says, what does it do? Uh lets you <clears throat> cancel any spell if you know it. You see someone casting it, you can stop it in its tracks. Wow. You know any spells, Maisie? Yes. And you see her cast light on her finger. Ooh, nice. <laughs> And uh, she uh, points down to the box and the emeralds in the ring, and she goes, I found those, you know. You did find them. So. So. Yes, technically, Missy, these are yours. Do you think you would have a good use for them? Um, well, I've never had a magic item before. Well, I guess I have one magic item, but I really didn't like it. Cursed one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do we have any way of telling if any of these are items are cursed? Um, I think identify would probably let you know. And detect magic would have. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Is Henry with us? Yep. Okay. He's unconcerned about his daughter now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. He just. I mean, there's usually plenty of dialogue going on where he he's, doesn't need to. He's be got involved. a whole troop yeah. of babysitters just these days. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, you know, maybe you can decide what to do with the ring and. We can at least use those gems to buy something cool. Um, maybe we can just let Henry hold on to it for now. and But we could go shopping in Tildry. It, it can go to our college education. Mm-hmm. Or that. Henry I says, I think that's a great idea. Um, that ring, though, that's a useful thing for any of us to have. Well, so- as long as one of us is wearing it while we go through, you know, till we get to um, Tildry. That's all that really matters. We're all together. All right then, Maisie. I'll um I'll hold on to it for us, and um we'll talk about uh maybe you get to use it maybe on the weekends. 
I don't think um, any of us have a lot of steam left tonight, but uh, we should get a little bit farther towards Tildry, and then I think we can call it a night. What do you say? Sure. Yes, this was a very good vacation step. I'm going to put my clothes on. Yes, let's let's everybody do that. Um, so Just he, a uh, body. yeah. <laughs> everybody gets kind of packed up, and uh, you guys do the last just couple hours of walking um, before you can actually call it a night. Um, and it's looking like you're not going to find a great place to set up camp until uh, you guys round the bend and you see this huge breezy open field um, with the, like all this kind of tall grass like sprawling out before you. Um, but closer to you is this large patch of soft moss that's guarded by a bunch of willow trees. So it's like this very private alcove that's guarded by trees that looks out over this giant expansive field. And Henry says, all right, I think it's here. I'm about spent. Is it a ring of trees? Yeah. Hmm. Um, says, uh, let's let's set up camp. What do you say? It sounds great. I'm I'm beat. Um, he uh, takes out a wand that you've seen a few times now, and uh, he points at like a, a bunch of broken sticks and a pile of rocks, and he says, um, he says, uh, put up tent. He says, start fire. He says, uh, gather wood. Uh, and then you see like a bunch of rocks kind of like hobble together and like stand up into like a little homunculus servant, like a construct. And it waddles away and starts gathering sticks. And then another one like that's made of sticks, like starts trying in vain to start a fire. And then a last one that's made of a bunch of plant matter uh, starts to try to put up a tent. It's a little grim if you think about it. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> now I, die. I cast find familiar ritually. Mm. And um, I have my little skeletal squirrel. Oh God. Um, and I, I set him up in the trees and he can jump back and forth between okay. all the trees and I have him standing guard. Nice. So you can like, keep watch with him. Have we seen the squirrel before? Nope. <laughs> uh, is the stick golem getting a fire started? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's using two of its arms are just sticks and it's like, Rubbing them together like crazy, just trying to ignite so himself. Trying, okay, yeah. I'll just firebolt him. Yeah, uh, you, you firebolt, you firebolt it in the chest, and it just like throws its arms wide open. And it, it, Thank like, you. Yeah, that's gruesome. You, you can tell that it's yeah, it has you. It's fulfilled its destiny. And it, it slowly falls backward into a ring of stones, and it, it, if it could smile, it's smiling. Um, before my squirrel familiar goes up in the trees. It scampers up to Holly and Henri and does a little like wave at Henri because it's like little tiny little buddy, <laughs> and then it runs away. <laughs> Henri's just like slipping his little tongue, <laughs> just staring at it. Uh, so you guys still have to make dinner tonight. Um, around here, Henry lets you know that he's been seeing a lot of mushrooms uh, that he brought uh, bread with him and some cookies to share. Oh, we should have brought food. Um, I have some mm. fish. It's probably rotten by now. <laughs> <laughs> we have cocoa. Um, Holly just throws this like stinky fish in the fire. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have fish. Oh. <laughs> it's very smelly. <laughs> Henry says, um, "No problem. I, I I brought plenty of things for all of us. 
for a couple of days at least. And he kind of like looks around at each of you and he's like, oh, I'm the bad dad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, And so he continually uses that same wand and he'll just like point at a bunch of nothing. And he just says like, stir. And he points at a nothing, like a bunch of stuff. And he says, gather. And he's just giving these one word commands and it will just summon a little cobbled guardian of nothing or of just like stones or plants or whatever is nearby. And they just kind of help him out. So he's got like infinite sort of nannies like that are like helping him do all of his like kitchen stuff this is mickey mouse with all the brooms yeah right? yeah he summons a little mushroom guy who and just walks himself fine. into the fire <laughs> and he's he's actually a surprisingly a shockingly good cook um, <laughs> <laughs> um and uh so he he prepares for you from from very little to work with uh, a delicious uh, dinner of mushrooms and tiny creek fish and um and local gathered stuff and some things that he brought um, and you guys, you guys have a, a substantially well, probably better than you've had recently meal. We had Why that did you stew? look at me? We had that stew. I don't think Uli take care, takes care of herself. <laughs> <laughs> the, the stew was a good lunch. You're right. You're right. I mean, it was. We've eaten well today. We started one. with brunch. Okay. That's then true. we had the stew on the road. And then um, some of Henry's. Henry specialty. We're really lucky that we don't have to feed ourselves. Yeah. People just take care of us. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It's been good. My compliments to the chef golems. <laughs> uh, one of them gives you like a deep bow, and while he's in the middle of a bow, he just falls to pieces <laughs> back into the earth. And Henry says, so weird. Uh, Henry says, quite proud, he says, technically, it's all coming from my brain. Did wow. you ever like learn how to survive without magic? Of, of course, yes. Mm. Just why wouldn't you at this point? Hey, yes. I'm not complaining. <laughs> Maybe your wands get taken from you, or you lose Don't your spell say slots. Such a thing. Huh. Says, well, I <laughs> like to think it makes us a little better life for Maisie. Um, I'm, I'm not much of, not much of anything really, and I need all the help I can get. Maybe I'll teach her some survival on the road. Hey, she just found two emeralds. She's doing all right. <laughs> she almost got lost in that stupid cave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it's starting to get dark, and there's a, a nice bonfire going, and you're all kind of sitting around on logs and stumps or whatever. And uh, pretty early on into this, uh, Uli, um, uh, Maisie is tugging at your uh, at your sleeves. What's up, kid? I wanted to um, I wanted to pay you for renting uh, the tankard, and uh, this uh, this is it. And she hands you a uh, emerald. Mm, I gave you the tankard. Well, I, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm going to grow up someday, right? Yeah. I won't need it anymore. Right. But I, I didn't do it for payment. Oh. Hmm. Well, I've never really had any money or a lot of money before. And I, I don't know. I just, I want you to have this. All right. Let's make a deal. I'll take the emerald. But... When we get to a town, I'm going to buy things for you. So it's not really like I'm giving you money. Mm, it's a trade-off. And uh, Henry kind of, Henry like, you know, he clocks the conversation. He says, uh, Maisie, that's that's a lot of money. Are you sure you want to give it to Uli? She is very adamant. Do any of you have any skill with um, appraising? Oh, I think I might know a thing or two. Very good. Um, Bart, you're from Tildry, aren't you? Sure am. 
Got some knowledge of finery. What do you think these would sell for? And he uh, holds up the emerald. Hmm, let me take a look here. Uh, you would, like, emeralds baseline, like, probably a thousand gold each. Oof! If these emeralds are real, and I think they are, you're looking at, you're looking at a thousand gold each, my friend. He says, Maisie, you've got 2,000 gold pieces, um, and you're about to give Uli 1,000 gold pieces. Is that what you want? And Maisie looks up at Uli and nods her head, and then uh, Henry shrugs, and he says, it's your money. I feel really weird about this transaction. <laughs> Uli, and- maybe we can use the money to uh, fund uh, food for the group or a treat. I mean... Sure. We, can, we can't take tips, but we can put it towards a pizza party. <laughs> <laughs> How much cocoa do you think I could buy? Oh my god, don't do <laughs> I will hold on to the emerald. Uh, that seems to make her very happy. Okay. Who is facing the field? The big open field. Who would rather have their back well, to the squirrel is. open stuff? or? I feel like Snack's out in his own little world, probably. Okay. Yeah. Looking for animals. I can see through my squirrel's eyes. Okay, so you definitely, yeah. I'm probably writing, so like, mm. I'm perhaps facing the field, but not like paying attention to it. Sure. So those of you that might have a little more awareness of the sort of outside world right now, you see a, a glint up in the sky, um, something kind of bright. Um, those of you that are a little more used to the surface world might recognize uh, a meteor or like a shooting star um, that does not end when a shooting star usually would so this this streaking kind of fireball across the sky seems to continually get brighter and closer uh without ever with with falling stars there's always that moment where they sort of wink out of existence and everything's okay but this one just keeps getting closer and brighter seems to be heading straight for your campsite uh i think we may have a trouble is it getting light already what time is it there's something headed for for us, it looks like a, a shooting star, but it is not. It's cu- oh. it's just getting bigger. I think we might be in danger. No, nah, shooting shoot. stars don't oh, do that. Shoot. And so um, we need to move. Just, umbrella wand. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, me and Maisie. Yeah, just uh, just turning around to look, all of you can see this now. It's actually giving off more ambient light than the bonfire. This this ball of fire that's falling towards the ground, um, yeah. and then all of a sudden the ball of fire stops dead and spreads out huge and flat. And you can all feel this breeze just roll through your campsite and sort of blow your hair back a little bit. And you look at out over this field, over this glassy pond, an enormous ancient gold dragon has sat down in the field to take a drink within sight of your party, about 500 feet away. What? Holy smokes! Are you guys saying this? What? Is that oh, is that a dragon? You, you all hear Henry go, shh, shh, shh don't smoke it. <laughs> Can I do some sort of history check yeah, or yeah. arcana check? See if I know what this is. Do you want to know about gold dragons in general? Yeah, probably just what I know about gold dragons. Okay. Can I also- uh, is that history or? Yep, can be history. Okay, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Uli surges again. Uh, 15. 15. <laughs> okay. Uh, just because Snack might act weird around the dragon, I got 18 for history, just to knowledge. Okay, cool. Uli? Nine. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know so, shit about dragons. So this this knowledge is is privy to both Snack and Bert. Uh, that gold dragons are like the friendly variety, so metallics are usually kinder, um, and that golds are the the almost like mythical unseen dragons that they really only come down um, or or interact with people to. Um, you know, either set them on some glorious quest or, or to like influence their lives in a major way. Um, but this one has set before your party uh, to some degree and you see it lower its giant head and it still seems to be glowing almost with this sort of hot metallic uh, uh, radiation. And uh, you see it take this giant gulp and you can almost see the pond, the water level like sink as it <laughs> drinks. Guys, these golden dragons don't appear to just anybody. This might, this might be special. This might mean something. I send out my squirrel to get a little bit closer. Does it? Does it see us? I don't think it's. I mean, we should be gentle, I guess, but I don't think it's dangerous. Bert, and all, all of, all of you. I, I am sorry. This is where our paths must part. I must join a new party. Um, farewell. <laughs> and I give a solemn nod, and I. Walk over towards the dragon. Oh, God. No, oh, no. no, no. No, it's okay. We will see each other someday, I'm sure. Um, uh, Tibio, through your squirrel's eyes, kind of low in the grass Sockets. now. Yeah, like like slowly creeping up. Uh, the, the squirrel kind of hears and sees uh, Snack walking through the tall grass right past your squirrel. And uh, Snack is now the closest thing to the dragon as you're all back at camp watching him make his way out there. I'm gonna follow Snack. Um, so Snack uh, approaches. Um, as he's kind of nervous, uh, gets maybe twenty feet away, and then he goes into a, a dramatic um, bow to the dragon. Great golden one, I am Snack, and I have come to serve under your wing and become of your flight. Um, so Bert, you're how far behind Snack are you? I don't know. 30 feet or whatever. Okay. Um, and are you making an effort to stay hidden? You said it's tall grass, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's not a big ask for you to try to stay out of sight. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Snack, you are on the opposite shore of the pond from this thing. And it, uh, you can see it takes one giant step forward. And you can see it's uh, literally gold claws kind of like sink into the banks of the pond across from you. And then it just extends its neck and it reaches out literally the entire length of the pond. And it just like puts its face right next to you. And uh, like you can feel that this thing is hot just to be near it. Like it's just, it's warm. It's uncomfortably hot. And like the intensity of this thing's power is so apparent to you that you're like, I'm either going to die or. <laughs> My scales are standing on end. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Polly's got her crystal out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh it opens its mouth just barely, and you can feel even more heat and see sort of this gold glint from deep in its throat. Um, but it says nothing as it's this close to you. No doubt it can smell you from here. <clears throat> I, um, hmm. it has always been my dream to become a dragon. I started from lowly places, great golden one, deep underground. And I've made my way here to the surface world and became a hero. As 
Snack is talking. Tibio is slowly making his way toward him and Bert and the squirrel. Uh, the dragon retracts its head a little bit and continues to, to stare down at you, Snack. It points its head up just a little bit over the pond, and it does this kind of uh, very small gout of shimmering golden flame. It's not even like real fire. It's almost like a pyrotechnics with a lot of bright sparks in it. But just a little kind of like... And it looks back down at you expectantly. I hold my arms out wide and I um, start floating off the ground and fly up mm-hmm. and uh, try to get level with its eyes. And then I uh, shoot my hands out and then shoot an Eldritch Blast out into space, basically. Okay. Trying to mirror its gestures. Mm-hmm. I put I face palm. <laughs> <laughs> my regular hands and my skeleton hands around my face. <laughs> So this is what you all see. <laughs> from, from the campsite and some of you closer up, you see a dragon with its head lifted halfway over this pond. And you see it in profile with Snack uh, directly to the right of it, facing this dragon's head just a few feet away, having, having kind of made his display. And uh, you can all see the dragon give the tiniest smirk. <laughs> and uh, if you didn't know any better, Snack, you swear you could hear it deep down do like a little like... <laughs> and uh it kind of like settles down a little bit and then it does one big violent shake from side to side and uh you can all hear what sounds like uh it sounds like a thousand swords being dropped at the same time as all of his scales kind of like rattle and then like slam back together he gives you uh he lowers his head snack kind of like at the same time that you descend uh he's not exactly bowing to you but he's he's lowering his head as you lower and then he gets back on his haunches. You see him extend his wings out and you have to literally crane your neck side to side to see his wingspan. He blows against the ground and creates this giant storm of sparks and golden fire. And then he takes one giant sweep of his wings and he propels himself off the ground and it creates this mini pyrotechnic firestorm. And he takes off in a spiral and he's just showing off at this point. (laughs) And he flies off into the night sky, but he's left behind for you, shallow in the pond, one still glowing golden dragon scale. As he leaves, I'm gonna run out of the grass. And I'll be like, no, no, my destiny. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. I'm Tim, your DM and your genie. I'm Hannah playing Holly Hyacinth. I'm Thomas. I play Engelbert F.F. Wisherspoon. I'm Tara and I play Tibio Femur. I'm John. I play Snack the Cobalt. And I'm Maggie playing Uli. (laughs) 